This week on the Federalist Radio Hour. Do you worry that people are losing the imagination for fiction? Because we are in this sort of hyper-stimulating world where we're bombarded constantly with social media. Subscribe to The Federalist on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. I don't know, maybe it's just our society. But it just seems that there is such a callous disregard of basic consideration. No one's considerate anymore. There's no, nobody's considerate. Case in point. So this uh, flight that was from Athens to Amsterdam. And I've seen a lot of this discussion online. This woman who was sitting in front of this guy decided to... uh, put her throw her hair over the chair and it was and actually sorry it was a it was a woman behind her onto traveler traveler julie christensen's tray table because the woman in front of her had long hair she flipped her hair up over the seat and her hair then pulled onto the i mean reached all the way down to the tray table used by the woman who was sitting behind her And she said it was like that for most of the trip. Christensen thought she gave an interview to Fox 5 Atlanta. She says, I I thought, is this normal? They were even near the top of her coffee cup. She said she was too tired to confront the woman. Julie Christensen is apparently a traveler uh, and writes about traveling and food. And she said the flight had already been delayed, but she thought it was behavior that was, was bad behavior that was that was wrong. And she said she was sitting in an emergency aisle with extra leg room i've seen that i've seen this happen though to people who haven't been in an emergency aisle with extra leg room so everyone that said the video went viral and people were bashing the woman for having poor manners and they they told christensen you should have put her hair in the in her coffee cup and christensen said oh i could never do that she said people get fired up because it's a rude thing to do maybe other people would have acted differently I think if you tell the person and then they, I don't know, I'm, I'm of a couple, I, I'm of two minds. I'm like, I don't know, maybe you tell the person. It would just have to be, I guess, if I, what kind of mood I was in. Because otherwise, I think I would probably put her hair in the coffee and then I would call the flight attendant over and say, oh my gosh, can I have a new cup of coffee? Because this woman just flicked her hair over the tray and got coffee everywhere with her hair. Can you, and I would say it loud enough for her to hear me. So that way, when she brought her hair back forward, she would have coffee all over it. I mean, that's just kind of you run the risk of doing that of of or I would accidentally. Oh, I just don't want you to get gum in your hair. My gum specifically all in your hair. So maybe you should move. I don't know. Would you say anything to her, Steve? Would you how would you what would you do? You know, you could do is uh, lift the tray table and close it. So you pinch the hair and make it. That's actually really back. I mean, that's actually a really smart thing. How, I mean, how inconsiderate. You cannot tell me that someone who is alive now in 2022 doesn't realize that that's so incredibly rude to do. You're in someone else's space. That's nasty. I don't care if her hair looks nice. She could have lice. It's nasty. That's nasty. Hair is, I think people give that stuff a pass. Hair, it's just as, some people's hair is just as nasty as feet. It's just gross. I I did tell you guys about the time that I was on the uh, flight and somebody decided to take their shoes off it was this weird dude and he had bare feet and I had my arm on the armrest and you know how there's like an opening where the elbow is and I felt something cold and clammy touch my elbow and I'll be damned it was this man's bare foot and I did not even skip a beat I thought that is so nasty so I turned around and I said excuse me sir uh but 
I'm going to need you to take your feet off of my armrest because they're touching me or I'm going to punch them off your ankles. I said it just like that. And he looked at me like, I think she might be serious. And so he took his feet down. He didn't say anything. Did he say sorry, nothing. He just kind of very slowly kind of, he gave me this look like you're nuts. And yes, I will totally punch your feet off you because you're assaulting me with your nasty feet. I would have punched them off your ankles. And he find, he moved it. He didn't do it again. But I'm, I'm just like, I'm not, with something like that, I'm not even messing, not even messing. That's battery with your toe. It's disgusting. Can't deal. Certain thing. I have my lines, guys. I have my lines that there is no, no man's land. It's just that you are either over it or you are not. But that was, but yeah, the hair and you, I mean, that's just, it might look clean because some people were talking online and saying, her, well, her hair, you know, it was probably freshly, if your hair's freshly washed, you're not going to be putting it all over the plane seat like that. You know, people sneeze on the back. They sneeze in their seats and they get their germs all over the back of the chair. That's nasty. 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 Oh, my gosh. Would you actually do that? Would you legit put the tray table up? No, because I don't want to face the repercussions of it. What repercussions would there be? Someone screaming at me. I don't like people. I don't like, be like oh, I didn't see your long hair there. I cl- Oops. I, I clearly it. saw it if I shut it on on purpose. Oh, you could be like, I was reading something on my phone. I didn't even see the, the difference I, is like, I, the coffee thing is believable. Yeah, the th- the thing is like people in first class. No offense, like try to like they always have their hair down, and then if you go to business class, like people hate traveling, so everybody's hair's up. So rarely do you see hair down in coach, but people's hair's down always in first class. I've seen hair down like this in coach. I totally have. I've seen this exact thing happen, literally across the aisle from me. I can't remember. Where, I think we're actually going to DC. Or coming from D.C. going back to Dallas. And I saw some woman do this. And she had hair that was really long. And I think he actually, the guy had to get a flight attendant. Because he couldn't even put his laptop up. Um, Her hair would flip over his laptop screen. And he was like, oh my gosh, I have to work. And I just kind of looked at him. And it was one of those things where you're like, oh my gosh, is that happening to you? And he's like, yes, this is crazy. And he's like kind of gesturing to her hair. And my husband, we were, he he was sitting right next to me. We're like, what is happening here? Like, how is this? It was just gross. It was gross. I don't know. And she just seemed like she was kind of put out by, you know, having to, you know, that's, that's why, I, and, and I totally would have. I would do the coffee thing. I'm not even, I'm not even going to lie to you. I wouldn't even skip a beat. I'd be like, this is nasty. Your hair's getting coffeed. Sorry. Like, oh, I guess. Ma'am, can I have another cup of coffee? Because uh, she just, you know, she got her hair in it. And I just, you know, could have lice. I don't want to drink lice coffee. Isn't there some, then, isn't there some rumor mm-hmm. about like, airplane coffee like you shouldn't have it isn't it like a yeah a i would not have it theory? but i would specifically order it for this instance <laughs> okay God. see so wait this is how can i just stop for a minute so we're gonna get back to the meat and potatoes this is how girls deal with stuff and how dudes deal with stuff like dudes are very straight on you guys will be like oh, i don't know i don't want to get yelled at girls will strategize like that charlie day meme from it's always sunny in philadelphia like we will sit there and we will have like a whole like general patent field op, right? Like, okay, we're going to do the, I mean, and th- it's that level of pettiness. Chicks are petty. We are, if they say they're not, they're also liars. So just so you know, if you, if, if a girl ever tells you that she's not petty, she's lying. This is why I'm like, if you had a woman, I always go back to Lord of the Rings. Everyone thought Sauron was evil. Galadriel, if she would have gotten the one ring, Sauron would have been a punk. She would have been so, and she even told Frodo, she's like, I'd be so much worse. Oh my gosh, you don't even know what you're doing. You're offering me this thing, you're nuts. I, Women are just like that. I saw someone it, on the internet this week and it said that uh, 
Dudes will barely know someone and they'll talk crap about them. Girls will know you deeply and still talk crap about you. Oh yeah, completely. Oh totally. It's just the it's the that's just how it is. That is how it is. So I if she had done this and the, and and like this Christensen woman, she just she took a video of it. I mean, just like low key. It's this I bet the broad in front of her doesn't even know. I bet she doesn't even know that this woman was taking a video of her and all this stuff, video of her hair, recording her hair. That's just chicks are different, man. I'm just saying they're different. There's a whole thing there. Everybody's a woman's like, mm-hmm, that's right. That's why you just don't, you know, you don't want to mess with women. Guys don't see the women wars like that. You guys don't see it. Women see it. We live it. I've seen it. I mean, even just like little plane things like this, like little little interactions on airplanes. Women have a whole different approach to dealing with shenanigans than guys do. Guys are like, okay, let's deal with the shenanigans. We're done dealing with them. We're good. Women are like, but are we though? Really? Did we get everything on our list? I mean, it's it's just, it's very different. Very different. You guys know. I totally would have coffeeed her hair though. And then would have been like, I'm so sorry. I just, uh, her hair got in the coffee and I just, it just made a mess. It's all over the tray. I don't, can I just have some napkins? And, and then what would happen is the flight attendant would say, ma'am, you're making a mess. Can you remove your hair back here? And then she would be, bring her hair up and be like, oh my gosh, it's got coffee everywhere. You see how, you see this? It's a punishment without being a punishment. And the woman behind you, even though she turned into the aggressor, doesn't have to take responsibility for doing so. Boom, done. That's how women handle it. Folks, stop overpaying and let Recoil Gunworks be your go-to for ammo. This is a great Indiana-based company, and it was actually created in a small basement in 2013. Small Midwest town in their basement, and uh, family-owned, they think like us, and they're really known for over at Recoil Gunworks. They're web-based firearms, ammo, and accessories retailer. They're really known for their police trade-in guns in great shape. They pick them, including the firearms, the lights, the sights, the scopes, tasers, and more. You can buy now, pay later, no interest. And at Recoil Gunworks, they have very, very competitive pricing. Super easy to use website as well. Just visit recoilgunworks.com slash Dana. You can search for whatever you need by caliber, weight, application. You can look for brands like Winchester, Federal. Uh, Vast majority of the country, by the way, has no restrictions on receiving ammo and they will note you know they have it all up there very helpfully on their website ammo shipped to your door where legal and they explain that including illinois new jersey and connecticut you need to see the frequently asked questions on that and check the product restrictions page for further state law requirements and restrictions visit recoilgunworks.com slash dana today to get you a full list of products and use code dana to get free shipping on your next order whether you need it in the woods or on the range recoil gunworks gets it there fast and once you make your first order it won't be the last use code dana right now to get free shipping at recoilgunworks.com slash dana and now all of the news you would probably miss it's time for dana's quick five brought to you by caltech this is interesting men age faster than women and they're biologically four years older by the time they're 50 This is according to some study scientists have been undertaking where experts were measuring people's biological age and how much their cells have aged. And they found that men were actually biologically older than women born in the same year. The difference remained when factoring in smoking, obesity, and alcohol use. So they're anti-aging researchers. They said men, specifically men in their 50s, 
were biologically four years older than their female counterparts on average. So dudes, if you're out there, even if she's the same age as you, you can still say that she's four years younger because technically, actually, I mean, science looks like they're proving it true. So you can just be like, yeah, I'm robbing the cradle. I mean, scientifically, she's four years younger than me. So you can you can totally say that. That's legit. I'll back you. Uh, also, China's TikTok app, TikTok app. This is why I don't have this on my phone. People are like, why are you not on there? Um, Because I hate communists. That's why. Apparently, their app is tracking people like a freak, even if they don't use the app. So even if they're not using it, Consumer Reports came out with this. So it's not like it's, you know, conspiracy theory, you know, the sky is falling, chicken little stuff. Consumer Reports says that TikTok tracks all that you do all across the web, even if you don't use the app at all. They said they use the same, some of the same techniques as Google and Meta to collect personal data, but they go so far beyond what, you know, really what they do. If you go to, for instance, uh, like a church website, TikTok hears about it. Uh, If you join Weight Watchers, Consumer Reports says TikTok hears about it. Uh, They said that the Arizona Department of Economic Security tells TikTok when you view pages concerned with domestic violence or food assistance. Oh my gosh. It's ever and TikTok records everything and they save it. It goes far beyond what basic tracking does. So why is it on your phone? Why would you have it? So this is a little crazy. Uh, apparently, so the, you know the new iPhone, they have a crash, a new car crash detection safety feature, but it's kind of causing some headaches for people with repeated false positives, particularly at theme parks. So according to Wall Street Journal, they reported that there have been some Kings Island and then Dollywood amusement parks have reported that guests with the new Apple phones, they trigger the safety device that automatically dials 911 whenever users are on roller coasters. So apparently people have been on roller coasters and the phone just freaks out and calls 911 thinking they're there in an accident. Whew. We have a lot more on the way. That boondoggle rail system, wokery and more. Stick with us. Wanted to touch on this thing with PayPal. I actually don't use PayPal, and I don't. If I if there's something that requires PayPal, I just don't use it. I just won't use it at all if it requires PayPal. So PayPal didn't actually back down. If you were unfamiliar with, if you're unfamiliar with the story, what ended up happening is that PayPal decided to uh, create this policy where. It's their acceptable use policy. They decided to update it. And it warned PayPal users that you have to adhere to the terms of their policy or it may constitute a violation of the PayPal user agreement and subject you to damages, including liquidated damages of $2,500 per violation. And they said that it may be debited directly from your PayPal account as outlined in the user agreement. Now, if you went to the restricted activities and holds section, you would find a whole big list of no-nos, including obviously fraud and selling counterfeit goods and things you know of that nature. However, what was included on this list of no-nos is you were disallowed from providing, quote, false, inaccurate, or misleading inf- information. Now, you might think, Okay, well, I understand, you know, not providing misleading information. What's so wrong about that? The thing that's wrong about it is that in every other facet of society, misinformation has been construed to mean disagreement, disagreement with anything. So 
who is ultimately the arbiter of what is or is not misinformation? Do their political beliefs inform their definition of misinformation? And that's what we have no guarantees on. So just going by everything that we've seen on every other social media and with all of the ESG stuff taking place, I mean, dare I go on? I mean, there's like so many things here with all this stuff that's out there. Think about this. So ultimately, misinformation could mean they don't like your politics. And then here you go. $2,500 out of your account. So what is misinformation? They actually they I mean, they have the prohibited activities. They have that listed. So if you went on their acceptable use policy page, you'd see prohibited activities and they find forbidden, quote, the promotion of hate, violence, racial or other forms of intolerance that is discriminatory or the financial exploitation of a crime. Now, you might think again, well, this is what's wrong with that? I mean, are you actually wanting to go out and engage in any kind of hate or violence or any kind of racial or other forms of intolerance that is discriminatory or the financial exploitation of a crime? Because if you're not doing those things, then what do you have to worry? Again, I go back to how they're widely defined in society. Any kind of disagreement is now considered hate. Simply saying that you support your Second Amendment right of self-defense, for instance, is classified as hate. People think it is hateful. They do. They think it's hateful to even talk about it. It's hateful. I've had entities that I did not want to work with anymore in terms of advertising that wanted, oh, well, maybe don't uh, talk uh, too, if you talk about firearms, don't get into too specific of a nature with it. You know, some people think it's violent. Just talking about the features of a perfectly illegal to own inanimate object is violent? No. Words aren't violence. Violence is violence. Antifa burning down blocks is violence. BLM helping them burn down blocks, engaging in actual assault. That's violence. Actions are violent. Words are not. And so that's kind of, I think, the objection that I and many others have. Because so many things now, simple disagreement is promoted as hate, is promoted as violence. Simply saying that women exist is considered discriminatory. You're called the sexist slur turf for saying that simply women exist. So that's the issue here. Talking about having strong border security is considered hateful and violent. Saying that you have a right to defend your life or defend yourself against an attacker is considered hateful or violent. Everything is hateful or violent if it doesn't completely correspond 100% with what the left believes. And the issue that I have with that is this is if this is used as a measure to determine even this financial arrangement here. Well, that's a major issue because then someone could just uh, at their discretion, however, they decide to define what is hate or what is violence. And as I just explained to you, some people on the left think that simple speech by itself is violence. Well, then you my goodness, you could lose twenty five hundred dollars simply because you say that women have women exist. That's a huge problem. You're not allowed to betray the dogma that is the progressive left. You are not allowed to, there's no nuance that is allowed on the left. None. So they had this and it, and it was apparently something that they could enforce at their discretion, PayPal. So you would be fine for spreading misinformation if you suggested that women exist. 
but it actually, I mean, and it threatens to find you for hate and intolerance. And if you don't like drag queens, the PJ Media said, well, what if you don't like drag queens that are in schools, primary schools? Well, that's intolerance. It could cost you $2,500. And that's just for one offense alone. I mean, does anyone actually want to work with PayPal and then turn and then find that they are going to be charged like $10,000 just because you happen to be a conservative? Heavens. But they, PayPal, after all of this came out and people started objecting to it, then PayPal tried to walk it back. No, no, no. They tried to, they, and by the way, this, this wasn't people misreading or reading too much in, into this. I mean, that one of the uh, Eugene uh, Volokh, who's over at Reason, was saying, yeah, this is what this means. Even if it's not considered misinformation, this absolutely is not being exaggerated. And I have to say that typically I find some of the folks at Reason to be um, almost killjoys. So not not really prone to any kind of enthusiasm or any happiness at all whatsoever kind of just killjoys so when they say this i mean i think you should you know take it a little bit seriously i mean there's no way to misread what their acceptable use policy was so they were trying to paypal was desperately trying to walk away from it and act as though this was, you know, it was something that was just being exaggerated, but unfortunately it's not. So a lot of people were closing their PayPal accounts. Thankfully, I don't have one. If I did, I would have already closed it because this is just silly. It's silly. I, I, and I don't want to work with, I don't want to work with anyone, anybody like that. I don't think you would either to have something. Well, we're just going to take your money if we don't like your views. So they absolutely took a beating and they said that, they ended up saying, they told uh, the press, they released a statement saying, no, 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 uh, it was an incorrect information. It was incorrect information. What? It wasn't incorrect. People were reading it verbatim. The attorneys that were writing about it were reading it verbatim. But you know, the, the members of the press that love to just not see, they, they, can't, they, they can't imagine, they can't see stories in front of them. They were saying that, oh, this is how conservatives interpret it. Well, there were non-conservatives who were absolutely accurately interpreting this information. So does this, Steve was saying Venmo is bigger than PayPal and that's their parent company. I haven't seen where Venmo did this, but PayPal definitely did. Yeah, I don't, so uh, Venmo makes... Venmo made $850 million in revenue last year, and they make more than PayPal, but they're like a subsidiary. They're an LLC since mm. 2012. So it's interesting to see if PayPal will have an effect on this or what, you know, because yeah. everyone uses Venmo now. So it, who knows? Yeah. I mean, I'll use Venmo, but I don't, yeah, I don't use PayPal. I haven't, I, I don't think I've ever used PayPal, but I would hope that Venmo wouldn't, I mean, usually, and, and, and what's weird is that, I mean, particularly Venmo, it's just, you know, it's just you're completing a transaction. I don't know how they're, it's just facilitating a transaction. So I don't even know how you would even engage with Venmo, which, by the way, just to clarify for people tuning in, I don't think that they've adopted that weirdo PayPal policy, but because it's just, a, it's just facilitates transactions. It's not like there's any room for sort of expression or a marketplace or something like that. So even if they did, you'd have to think, well, how are they, what are they using? What criteria are they using to evaluate their decision since the platform doesn't really allow for anything like that? And then that makes me, would make me totally suspicious. But 
you know, are they spying on what you do on social media? I don't know. But PayPal said that they were trying to backtrack, but alas, uh, it, that's not the case. Not the case at all. Caltech Innovation is back-to-back. You've heard me talk about Caltech's P50 pistol. Now here comes the new 9mm P15 carry pistol. Quality engineered, the 9mm P15 carry pistol is the lightest, thinnest of its kind in Caltech's first striker fire handgun. And as another first, the P15s feature a totally unique patent-pending 15-round extended magazine. Now other features include ambidextrous grip, safety, reversible mag release, and the hybrid fiber optic night sights with full Fully adjustable rear. That all comes standard. It's from Keltec, inventors of subcompact polymer and now metal handguns. The P15's gator grip texture on the polymer version increases stability and makes for easy, accurate handling, while the all-metal version offers comfortable but positive traction and a really beautiful wood grip panel. The P15 is the dependable firepower you need to secure your world. See the new 9mm P15 first up close and personal at KeltecWeapons.com. That's K-E-L-T-E-C Weapons.com. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. It's time for Florida Man. Oh boy. All right. So first up, a Florida man threw some drugs out the window and then crashed his car in Port St. Lucie. The Port St. Lucie Police Department arrested a man after detectives say he threw drugs out of the window while evading police. Detectives worked alongside the DEA to arrest Ethan Blair, age 41, after he traveled from Merritt Island to sell one and a half pounds of methamphetamine to detectives for $13,000. After it was revealed that he was under arrest, Blair then attempted to flee the scene in his SUV. He didn't get very far. He struck several curbs, discarded meth randomly out of the window, and then finally crashed his vehicle into the nearby bushes. He was promptly arrested by detectives for trafficking methamphetamine, destroying evidence, and possession of drug equipment. He's at the St. Lucie County Jail on a $121,000 bond. Like, what is the point of throwing your drugs out the window in front of police who can watch you throw the drugs out your window and are recording you throwing your drugs out your window on their dashboard cams? I mean, he, you know, these, he, these, this fella isn't a genius, so don't ask him. Oh, man, this, this was... So the long story short, Florida a, a police officer, golly, it's a Delray Beach police officer. He was arrested on seven charges. Three of them were felonies because he interfered with firefighters. He antagonized the crews. He drove on the grass around the firefighting equipment, punctured and disabled the fire hose, and nearly ran over another officer who was trying to stop him. And then he tried to flee the scene. So it's a very busy afternoon for Peter Sosa, age 42. He was arrested Sunday by Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office, and he posted bond uh, at the jail later that night. He made his first appearance Monday with bond conditions modified by Judge Howard Coates. No contact with the uh, all the people, apparently, that he like lost his mind at. So apparently... He had, uh, he's on administrative leave after the arrest and after beside the charge of aggravated assault on an officer, oh, paramedic and EMT, his other charges are felony criminal mischief, $1,000 or more, felony prevention or obstruction, extinguishment of a fire, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he, um, man, he lost his mind. Uh, what happened is they, and officers even were trying to stop Sosa uh, when all of this happened. So all we know, I, I mean, he's, this was, this was a crazy story, so... That's why I say you black you you back lawful enforcement of constitutional law. There you go. He was trying to apparently interfere with the crew trying to put out the uh, house fire. 
Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This week on the Federalist Radio Hour. Do you worry that people are losing the imagination for fiction? Um, because we are in this sort of hyper-stimulating world where we're bombarded constantly with notifications from real life that is social media. Scientifically, we know our intention spans are decreasing. I'm Emily Jashinsky of The Federalist. Subscribe to The Federalist on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts.